Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Hey there, guys. This is Dave from DC On Screen. I just wanted to let you know that DC On Screen is now officially a part of the 11th Annual People's Podcast Awards. If you would like to vote for DC On Screen, go to podcastawards.com, scroll to the bottom, and write us in on the TV and film ballot on the right-hand side. Then, on the left-hand side, put your name, your email address, then submit. Importantly, you can nominate up to 20 shows for different categories, but you could submit the nomination form only one time. Make sure you nominate all your favorite shows in their respective category. Once you hit submit, that's it. You're done for 2016. Can't go back. Can't do it again. Settle in now for a brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 159. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we are going to get super spoilery on Gotham 218, Pinewood. To recap, Bruce and Alfred find a woman named Karen Jennings who turns out to be the victim of one of Hugo Strange's experiments at Pinewood, an institute that Thomas Wayne started with good intentions but turned against. Jim Gordon tracks down the lady, and with the unwanted help of ex-fiancé and lunatic Barbara Keane, learned that the person who contracted the Wayne murders was someone calling himself the Philosopher. No one is surprised that this was Hugo, Strange Nick's, Hugo Strange's nickname at Pinewood, and unfortunately Karen and her deadly reptilian claw are frozen to death when the group are attacked by Mr. Freeze at the behest of Hugo. The episode ends with Strange and Peabody's first success, Patient 44, Theo Galavan, who has been reanimated from death, and he's talking some weird-ass real shit, guys. <laughs> How was that? That's pretty, that's pretty accurate. I'm still trying to get the hang of the, of the synopsis writing. Well, you know. For the for I'd, showing. I'd like him. I'd like him. Yeah. I'm usually, so, I mean, uh, they're, they're unnecessary to me. I've usually got like a page of notes that I'm, I'm, I'm looking down going, oh yeah, I know what happened. Okay, good. I've literally got my own synopses just kind of pined out. but Sure. I mean, you know, me too. But our conversational tone. <laughs> so far, list, no one has complained about it and, and we've, had, we've had compliments. People like it, so. Keep it going. Helps jog the memory. It is. Reignite it is the neurons not, or whatever. Not ridiculous. It is at least. Um. Lightly dusting of the neurons. Yeah. I didn't know where to start with this episode <laughs> in particular. I really didn't. Um, I, I, I do. They have this binary quote, treatment. Frankly, I don't care. <laughs> the, um, they have like a, it's, it's a binary treatment of sanity. Like you're either sane or you're insane. Um, mm-hmm. Which is probably the most ridiculous thing that Gotham has ever done. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, probably not. But keep going. <laughs> I, I would be willing to put it out there. And yeah. Um. I was sitting there, like, I'm, I'm watching the episode, Barbara comes in, I, I'm sane now. Like, like she just got qualified and certified for it and sent on her way. Um, mm-hmm. it, and yeah, Jim just closing the door, frankly, I don't care. Uh, that's honestly, that's kind of how I felt about it, too. It's ridiculous, but whatever. It's Gotham. Mm-hmm. There's a, an insane asylum that you go to for two months and for killing people instead of, like, Blackgate that you die in. I, Ooh, I don't, whatever. Okay, fine. Look, 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 look. I think most people would never think that there was a difference. Like, I think they would say, like, oh, yeah, either I'm sane or insane. Cool, I could be cured. 
And they're fine with that. And these people are insane. Like, Barbara is crazy. So, of course, she's going to be like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm sane now. I'm not even sure she knows. She believes it. But she's doing it. And we, we don't know if she's... I mean, she's clearly not okay. They said that she was not okay. Peabody told Hugo, you can't, you got to stop letting insane people out of here. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is crazy work, my friend. I, did, um, I, I don't recall how the, this part of the criminal justice system works, but I, I don't think it's it's like you kill a few well, people the, and then you, you go get your, you, you get out of the, the loony bin and then they're like, here you go, welcome to the street. I'm, I thought it was more of a... Man, I mean, it's <laughs> the same way that the criminal system, criminal justice system always works. Poorly. I was pretty sure that it's like, oh, congratulations, you're sane. Now you can finish your jail term. Right. I thought that was how that worked, but uh, not in Gotham, my friend. Well, look, man, I mean, you know, that's been a, a well-worn trope in the Batman mythos. It's like there's always some, like, oddly liberal doctor who just wants, just really wants the Joker to get out of prison or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like, I think he's good now. It's either Joker or Harvey, usually. And <laughs> even in Batman or animated both series, in, uh, they, Dark Knight they, Returns. They, 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 yeah. Um, there's even that episode of TAS where they, uh, they, they, they declare Pamela Isley sane and she goes and gets married and whatnot and so forth. Yeah. So, you know, well-worn trope within the Batman mythos, uh, you know, I'm not going to start attacking Gotham for it. No, no. We've I, I mean, as, gladly as I've said, wept and hugged Batman TAS for the same shit. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I, I realize it's there and I don't, I don't care. I'm, it's, it's. All right, that's the that's the rules we're working with. Let's do it. I guess so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, now I'm not happy seeing Barbara there, um, and she's clearly not okay. Like she, <laughs> her ability to pop in and out of personas is frightening to say the least. Right. But I did like her more. I did than I've ever liked her before. I really did. Um, like she, like. The whole thing she does, uh, coming back, uh, she just got him strapped to the chair, the whole thing, told you I had a plan, all that. Wonderful. Like, it, her, mm-hmm. everything she does in the first half of the episode, great. And, like, I'm finally, for a minute, starting to get okay with her, because it's, it's well-storied at this point that Barbara's not her favorite. Um, finally starting to find some peace with her, and then into the episode, mm-hmm. she's back there hanging out with Tigress. Like, mm-hmm. like, she finally had a backbone. She was she was going to stand up for herself. She was going to try to prove herself. She was going to do all that. She she tries one time, fails, and she goes back to hanging out with tigers. No. Mm-hmm. That was weird and unfortunate. That was weird and unfortunate. One of my favorite uh, exchanges in this episode was, uh, <laughs> she was like, so what's your plan? And, he, and Gordon goes, my plan is to stick a gun in the lady's face and have her beg me not to pull the trigger until she tells me everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, the Gordon special. Right. I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the best. So the best dialogue line, was on point in this episode, man. It was. I, I I think best line in the episode for me. Um, first, uh, Bullock saying, "I think you need to." What does he say? Uh, I think you need to grab a few items from the whammy drawer and start pulling out nunchucks and shit. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That was good. But the thing he says. After Jim leaves, this is going to be a bad day for the hitmen of Gotham. Yeah, that that damn. Yeah, just that entire montage I could do with. <laughs> like, I want that. That's what I want Gotham to be. Oh man, um, that that and shit like this. A line from Harvey: "I'm supposed to be training Alvarez. It's like teaching a halibut to put on socks." <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> But it delighted me. I don't me. care. It was, it was funny. Um, but yeah, I loved Gordon beating the hell out of people. 
Yeah, I um, really did. It's good. It's good. I also loved um, <laughs> Bruce when they're trying to find Karen Jennings and they go to her house. And um, Alfred is clearly upset that Bruce is, has learned how to <laughs> how to <laughs> how to get locks open. Uh huh. And well, and Alfred just goes, yeah. And Alfred and Bruce just goes, shush, Alfred. These are merely <laughs> technical skills, morally neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he'll be proving that over and over in the years to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. We don't spend a lot of screen time with it, but think Batman can't pick a lock? Yeah. Oh, I am a little confused. Well, okay, first, let me just say, oh. I feel really bad for Lucius Fox because like Alfred like came in. He was like, I got lunch ready. Lucius was all happy and jumped up off the couch. Mm-hmm. It was like, great, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. And then, like, asshole Bruce was like, no, we're going to go see Karen Jennings. <laughs> I'm going with her without you. Am I to assume that Lucius did not get supper I or lunch or whatever? I assumed that he walked upstairs and went, more for me? I, I hope that was true, because I didn't see him the rest of the episode, so I was just like, he's still at the Wayne Manor eating. <laughs> it took eating him that long to least. eat the rest of that lunch. <laughs> He looked tired anyway. He had a giant, well-cooked Alfred Mill and then a good nap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'm not hurting or helping. He's not going to smoke me like a, kill, a kipper. Right. I'm going to eat this food, though. Right. Um, oh, the, um... All right, no, uh, when they, they go visit this Karen Jennings character. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the hell she's supposed to be. I, I couldn't figure it out. I'm calling her Raptor Hand for now. Raptor Hand? It's yeah. a creepy hand, man. It was a creepy hand. I liked her, though. Yeah, she had some uh, had some back. But oh man, she can she can cut a motherfucker. She had, uh, oof, mm-hmm. that was um, <clears throat> that was some brutal stuff. There's a there's a wonderful moment there. It just one of those moments that Sean Pertwee's so damn good at. Um, mm-hmm. she they're talking after they've had their little standoff. And by the way, I love Bruce with the gun and Alfred picking the gun back up. Like, are you crazy? Wonderful stuff. Yeah, uh, but they're kind of having it. I just yeah, I just wrote down Bruce does not like guns. Right, right. Um. All that, when they're talking later, though, she kind of says, like, well, I mean, sorry, you, you spooked me. <laughs> and Alfred just turns, what, what, we spooked you? Mm-hmm. Just one of those little things that he does so damn well. He does. He's great. But she mentions, like, I was one of the first victims and all that. How many fucking Pinewood victims are hanging around? Like, how many little anamorphed people with, I don't know, can't, they can't all be wrapped in hands, but. I don't know, but our, creation is always so violent. <laughs> I've, I've liked him so far. Um. <laughs> I'm just wondering if like Pinewood victims hanging, uh, like if we're gonna be running into those here and there, or if it's just gonna be because they mentioned plural. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, the line Bruce gives her, man, the line Bruce gives her to finally convince her. What is it? It's, it's uh, my father risked his life to save you. I'm asking you to repay that favor. Yeah. And then I promise nothing will happen to you. Just this is one of the most sincere children in the history of television. Mm-hmm. And I knew as soon as he said nothing will happen to you, she was screwed. Oh, she's right? gonna die. Yeah, she's gonna die. Oh man, and the look on his face—the look on little Bat's face when she she gets taken out. Yeah, I didn't want her to die either. She was a good character. She no, I was, liked her. I enjoyed she her. Was solid. And she had a she had a good backstory. I mean, God, she even gives him a little line about um, your dad will be so proud of the man that you've become and all that. Like she mm-hmm. she gives him this kind of like I'm so glad I met you, and she tries to kind of quiet him down and make him okay with it because she knows she's about to go. Uh, give herself out but man she had a lot of play in her could have yeah. done could could have stood her hanging around for a few episodes and every time she held up her hand i kind of wish she just went <laughs> not every time she holds just when she uses it no i'm just i'd be good if you know she just holds it up and she's like 
Thomas would be so proud of the man you've become. <laughs> and Bruce is like, please stop that. It's, it's disconcerting. Stop what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine her playing Simon Says. <laughs> Put your right hand in. Uh-huh. Put your left hand in. <laughs> I hated getting rid of her. I did, but man, uh, totally worth it for the look on on on, on Bruce's face. He's just, he's just absolutely wretched. With I, I made her a promise. You can see it all as on his on his forehead. I made her a promise. Yeah. Oh man. I want to hug the tiny bat sometimes. And then Alfred's ah, oh, Alfred's absolutely keen foreshadowing of there will be others, Master Bruce. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just I'm I'm sorry this hurts, kid, but get used to it. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I thought of Jason Todd when he said that. It's one of the one of the many that occurred to me. Yeah, there's just um, there's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a heavy mission he's got. There's there are many many that don't make it. Yeah, one thing I was uh, I, <laughs> I wrote down though here is uh, when they were in that Pinewood Institute, I was like, damn, Alfred and Karen are just killing people. They're just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Alfred's just popping people. Right. Pop 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 pop. Like damn, Al. Like yeah, she's slashing throats. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was uh, <laughs> they were not very forgiving. And I was actually trying to figure out. I meant to go back and rewatch it, see if there was something I missed, but I couldn't figure out if those were just like security guards, or I don't know who they I... were, but they're dead now. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure they didn't just kill innocent security guards, but like I think they were sent there to retrieve them or something. They were, you know, because remember Hugo's looking for Karen Jennings too. Well, one of them, at least one of them, was a security guard, and I like, I'll, I'll, like the thing. What I wrote down before that, before Alfred and Karen just killing mofos, right? Is how are all those light bulbs still working after ten years? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were incandescent bulbs. They weren't even no, no. They weren't even the energy efficient bulbs. They have they were... one very loyal and now unpaid janitor. Mm-hmm. 25 years keeping this building and he'll be damned if he's gonna let it go to hell yeah <laughs> i mean you know the cobwebs that's nature taking its course but those light bulbs are going to be changed <laughs> right <laughs> but i'm not mopping anymore i never liked mopping screw that shit <laughs> so uh i liked that thomas started pine wood with good intentions yeah um i liked bruce's the look on bruce's face when he realized that he started it yeah um I love when Mr. Freeze showed up, Bruce runs towards Mr. Freeze. It reminded me of Bat- Batman vs. Superman. And again, just as it was when he was running into that collapsing building to save people, tiny Bruce running at Mr. Freeze to stop him from killing Karen. Right. It's totally Batman. <laughs> Dude, something happens, he goes toward it. That's that's how it works. That's how it works every time. That's how it works. Um, and by the way, oh, wait. Freeze's costume. Vic- right? Love, it's pretty badass. Loved Freeze's costume. Also... You'd... Headshots, guys. Headshots. Mm-hmm. Shoot him in the head. Headshots. <laughs> both, of, yeah, like, both of you are fine shots. You've proven that on many occasions. Pop him. Pop him right between the eyes. The goggles. Right One between the goggles. One thing you've proven, Alfred. One thing you've proven, Alfred. You don't mind killing people. Right. And, you know, it, what was it like right a couple head. episodes ago? Barbara's... No, it wasn't Barbara. Somebody was talking to Jim about, well, you've killed a lot of people. Yeah, in the line of duty. Jim's mm-hmm. got a pretty decent body count himself. God, man. Still, I'm... Thinking about it again, Mr. Freeze looked fantastic. I kind of hate that he's just an angry mofo these days. I mean, the the, the Nora version is so much better. Just 
so much more play to mm-hmm. it. But they did the Nor thing, and Nor's gone now, so he's just gonna sit around and listen to death metal and kill people. Yeah, actually, I love the old school boombox. <laughs> Made me laugh. Yeah. Um, jumping back to Jim and uh, uh, Barbara, mm-hmm. I, I liked her supposed reason for helping Jim, like putting the past away and all. Yeah, when she said, um, I hope we can all close the door in the past, I, thinking about her and her history on the show, I hoped we could too. Absolutely. And she has that Question. wonderful line about like, if you could just look at me like that again, I'd be okay. I'd make it. I bought it. I actually bought it. Yeah. I, I love that Jim was like, you tried to kill Lee. I can't forgive that. Yeah. I won't. Right. Like, yeah, you even tell if, her, Even if Jimbo. I could, I still would. Um, oh, but they ha- the best line they have all episode between the two of them is, um, you know, when she's telling him, like, I had a, I had a plan and all that, and Jim kind of tells her, like, but what if I'd stayed outside? She just smiles at him. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're right. He was going to come in. It was going to happen. Yeah. Wasn't there some great line about with uh, from Bullock where he was like he was yelled at Alfred, "Stop getting arrested." <laughs> I wrote that one down too. <laughs> he said Alfred tells him like uh, something about like thanks for leaving me in here for so long or whatever. And as Bullock's opening the door, is not my call, mate. How about you stop getting arrested so much? <laughs> oh man, Bullock really like Bullock and Alfred. One of the reasons I love so much when they're in the episodes, and especially when they're together, is because for the entire series, we're 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 how many episodes into season two now? And eighteen, eight, yeah. So in in what is and was it like twenty two or something last season? Yeah, we're talking about forty episodes in, maybe around there at least, right? And Alfred and Bullock are batting one hundred, man, or a thousand, I guess, in batting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hundred percent, <laughs> they they've absolutely nailed it every single time they've been on screen. I've never had Absolutely. one bad thing to say about anything they've done. Yeah, love them both. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, Galavan talking some crazy Ezreal stuff, man. I dug that. Don't know what he was talking about, but Mm-mm. I mean that sounds right for the Order of Saint Dumas. Yeah, it does. Like I'm reading all the Nightfall and Night Quest and stuff, and going like, "What the hell is Ezreal talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this cat means. Like, yes, Ooh. Father. I'm sorry, Father. I'll do better, Father. Right. Oh, Father. Okay. Yeah, whatever. He says something about his sister for half a second that almost sounded coherent. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he looks like he's going to be a, a fucking problem. I mean, you like we've seen the the set photos of of his outfit. His outfit looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And this version of of Theo running around the city, man, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, might be fun. <sighs> oh man, might be fun. True. Uh, Another one of those moments where um, David Mazouz is uh, just, man, he's, this kid's so good. Um, when they figure out who it is, they, they find the old photo and they realize that, you know, the philosopher was, uh, or well, when Lucius figures the whole thing out and shows him essentially. Oh, that's what he was doing the whole mm-hmm. episode. He had a giant meal, a good nap, and then he sat down and did some cross-indexing. <laughs> good on Lucius. Good, good show, man. Um, but yeah, uh, Bruce tells him, it's like a friend, someone he trusted, that's not fair, that's not right. It's just... Ah, this kid kills me. Yeah, he did it really well, but I was like, dude, grow up. You know things aren't fair and right. I know, what? but... That's, that's such a childish thing to say. It's exactly a childish thing to say. It's a childish, like, black and white kind of morality that... And that's one of the reasons I love Batman. Is, you know, he travels yeah, in the gray just, areas, you but know. you can tell he wishes... like You can tell there's, that he wishes everything could be black and white. And it's, you always get the feeling mm-hmm. with Batman that he's fighting that the gray... <laughs> Yeah, that's my real my real goal here, um, to create a racist Batman that we can all hate together. Um, 
<laughs> Lucius is on board, right. aren't you, Lucius? Right. <laughs> I'm just scared of being a kipper. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Gotham season three, everything we could think of to fuck with you. Gotham season three, Wrath of the Kipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna turn out that was his code name back in the SSI days. <laughs> I know, like like the Gordon special. That's gonna be like when when Alfred was torturing somebody. He was like, oh, he's giving him the kipper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, <laughs> not the kipper. Kippers. Yeah, he could. He didn't talk for twelve hours. He finally resorted to the kipper. Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> It's like full body waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Except with steam and smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with uh with Batman the one of the things I love about the character is it feels like he's fighting in the grays for the right for for the right for the to so everyone else can see things more black and white. You know what I mean? Like everyone can go through their day mm-hmm. without having to make questionable moral choices and and be corrupted by pretty much anything that society does to you and other people do to you. Like it feels like he's fighting the he's doing the dirty work so everyone else can not have to make the choices he has to make. So a, a line like that's not fair, that's not right and all that. It's yeah, it's stupid and childish and all that. But I believe like 100% that that's what's in Batman's heart. That kind of stuff. That that's what he's fighting yeah. for. So I love that kind of crap when it comes out of this kid. Yeah. Or even the other line, it's, I just kept writing down his lines. Like, I would have just taken a copy of his dialogue the whole time. But he, he tells her, like, I made a promise nothing would happen to you. I intend to keep it. And uh-huh. then, oh, she just break, She just smiles at him. Like, you sound just like him. Oh, that was, yeah. like, the way she looked at him when he, when she said that actually got me pretty hard. Right. It's one of the reasons I was uh, so sad to see her go. Yeah. Actually, I had to, I, I wound up rewriting the synopsis for this episode. Mm-hmm. There was a bit in here that I kind of wish I'd kept. And I guess I'll say it now. Yep. Um, I said, uh, Thomas <laughs> Thomas rescues Karen. We find out Thomas rescued Karen and became like a father to her, but not in the creepy, incestuous way that Gotham would lead you to believe fathers behave. <laughs> 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 I was happy that didn't happen. You know, it was like, oh, he was having an affair with me. He really liked my raptor hand. Right. I, I was happy that didn't happen. Yeah. You know what's like, scary oh, is thank you. it's it's because it's Gotham. It was out, it was a possibility. Yeah, I suspected. I was like, oh please, please don't, please don't, please do don't, do please, do don't do this. please don't do this. Oh okay. thank God. Oh, oh thank God. you, thank you. <laughs> oh, like relieved when she's dead. Going okay, even if they were gonna do it, they can't now. Oh thank God. Unless Bruce finds a baby that was his brother slash Karen's son. No, Thomas. Yeah, somewhere he's gonna find a. Um, like a five-year-old child with extremely dark hair and eyes and uh, a, a raptor hand. And it's Bane. Right. <laughs> and all the Batman fans will abandon the show completely. Right. Oh, you know what's, you know what's sad on my notes? You know, when, when Barbara was back, like, you know, you're writing down notes. You use shorthand. You just... Like, yeah. At this point, I can't even remember that Lucifer's name is Lucifer. I just write Lucy all the time. Mm-hmm. Saves me a few strokes and characters. You know what's mm-hmm. sad, though? When talking about Barbara... For a second, I was about to write Babs, and I like angrily scratched it off the page. Like, no, that's not Babs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my Barbara Gordon. You know what's weird is like apparently a bunch of people, like like mainstream reviewers and stuff that I I occasionally read, still haven't figured out that she's not Batgirl. And they're just like, when does Barbara become Batgirl? Like, no, it's weird enough that they made her nuts, but I mean, no, that is. Um... I refer you to Baron Ryder over at Arrow. Yeah. They just pulled a name. I have no yeah. no belief that they're going to Batgirl her up. 
But, well, Barbara Keene, Gordon was married to a Barbara. Yeah. Who had James Gordon Jr. Yeah. And, you know, most continuities, well, some of them, anyway, say that, <laughs> that uh, Barbara was actually his niece, Barbara so Gordon. To, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, um, there's a difference, guys. It's all over Just the place. Saying. It really is. What are you going to do? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've got on this episode of Gotham. What do you think? Yeah. I'm good. Looking forward to Osreal. Yeah. I did like that the Pinewood Institute was named Pinewood. Right. <laughs> like, it sounds kind of nice and rustic, but, I mean, they make they made caskets out of Pinewood back in the old days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. It's nice. Nice, clever. I mean, uh, they, they pointed that out, too. It was like all those, like, nice-sounding names you see on your, uh, when you're, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're looking down doing your accounting, like, oh, they went to Pinewood Farms. That sounds delightful. No. <laughs> oh, and ultimately what it, what it leaves us with is that Hugo Strange is the person who killed the Waynes. That's where we are right yeah. now, right? So Yep. They're, they're, yeah. I like them hanging out. Like, the, the mystery's still around. Cool. Well, I kind of like the idea that, like, at first I kind of hated that idea. I was like, I don't want to be Hugo Strange. That's dumb. I was like, well, you know, of course there are all, the, are, are all these metahumans. Running around Gotham. Had to start from somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Clayface, Mr. Freeze, all those cats. Yeah, all right. I can deal with that. When am I getting my Clayface show? You promised me a Clayface. <laughs> they did promise us a Clayface. I'm okay without Clayface. But what a Clayface. Um, also, it just occurred to me. What the hell happened to Silver St. Cloud? Tigers is back, and then they, like, Paracel off together? I don't know. I don't remember what happened to Silver. Don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, I truly don't care but that they said did i just miss something because tigers just shows back up right yeah she just shows back up so uh, as far as i know who knows like she might be running around the streets with uh selena she might be a hooker who knows right and she's got enough talent and training she could be anything anything between like uh world's greatest 15 year old con girl or prostitute i don't know like she could go any damn where right. <laughs> a little girl could be running for office in another town right now and she'd probably pull it off I don't know, that little girl, just every time I see her, I think, that's the world's next Hayden Pantier. <laughs> I believe Hayden's doing fine for herself right now, thank you. I understand Nashville has treated her well. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, she will have pretty much exactly that career, I think, but whatever. <clears throat> yeah. I think I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> thank Meow. you guys for listening <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you guys for listening to dc on screen you can find every episode on dc on be sure to subscribe to us on itunes stitcher and wherever pods are caught we are proud members of the giants has team up network GiantsHasTeamUp.com. Check out the other awesome shows on the network, including our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Our next episode, we'll be reviewing Lucifer 112, hashtag Team Lucifer. Until then, keep some DC on your screen.